Welcome to another episode of the Thoughts with Lachman podcast. My name is Lachman Sybil. I'm a student at the Edgemont Junior Senior High School. Um, I've studied German, and I'm currently studying German through an online course at Oklahoma State University. And I've researched um, German culture uh, myself and formally through a research project. Um, this is my podcast, Thoughts with Lachman. It's available on Spotify, Apple Music, um, or Apple Podcasts, not Apple Music, um, Google Podcasts, basically every platform. And I use the Anchor app. It's really helpful. Um, and in this episode, um, I'm going to be focusing on New Year's Eve in Germany or New Year's in Germany. Um, just, you know, what, what would happen on, on New Year's in Germany, specifically with Dinner for One, which is a short uh, British comedy sketch. And for some reason, uh, it's become mandatory viewing almost in uh, in Germany on New Year's. So I'm going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on New Year's in Germany. And yeah, I'll, I'll discuss the plot of Dinner for One, how it became popular in Germany. And, and yeah, um, generally speaking, um, my podcast is focused on German culture. I read a lot about German culture. And whenever I come across topics that interest me, I just, you know, I, I really explore them deeply. And then I organize my thoughts on them. And I do some research. And I, I make a podcast. Um, I really appreciate the feedback I've gotten on the podcast. It's really helpful. And I, if you can give more feedback, um, you know, that's how I can improve. Um, and even though we did recently, um, yeah, let, let's just, let's actually, let's just get into the podcast before, but I'll talk about something at the end too. So yeah, um, with New Year's in Germany, um, New Year's is a Sylvester, um, is the German word basically for New Year's Eve. Um, you know, New Year's Eve, remember German, um, your Christmas is, is a massive deal and massive celebration in Germany. So New Year's Eve is almost like the follow-up. It's like Christmas part two almost, um, even though they're very different holidays. But Germany, it, it's more similar, um, Christmas and New Year's in, in Germany than it is in the United States. Um, in terms of Fireworks, I mean, the Feuerwerk um, in Germany for Sylvester, um, it, it's believed that they scare away evil spirits. Um, and, you know, their, their shows, they're really expensive, actually, firework shows. And uh, I read about an article talking about the firework shows in Germany and how uh, local citizens in a, in a county, in a, well, I don't know if they call it counties in Germany, but the equivalent of a county, um, we're complaining actually that the fireworks are too expensive, but um, there are grand fireworks shows. Um, at Brandenburger, you know the the largest fireworks show takes place. There's, you know, a live concert. There are DJs. Um, you know, people are sending out their own fireworks. You know, there are major displays in pretty much every single German major major German city. Um, there's the Blisses in. Um, the Bliesgeigen, or the Bliesgeisen. Um But the Bliesgeigen is really where, uh, it's like a at-home tradition. It's more quieter. Um, Sylvester Bay kits are sold, and they're performed with friend, friends and family. Um, basically, a small amount of lead is, is melted in a tablespoon over an open flame, and then it's poured into a bowl of water. And then it, it, it hardens, 
and what it hardens into is is said to like predict what will happen in the new year. Um, but there, it can it basically the lead forms different things. So like an eagle means you do better with your job. A ball can mean your luck's good luck's gonna roll your way. Flowers or blooming, um, in, in German, blooming in German. Uh, flowers can you know mean mean, mean you friendships. Um, and there's a, a list available. Um, it's obviously not proven, but it's just an at home tradition. Uh, is a uh, is a drink that's German. It's a combination of a whole sorts of things. Um, that's that's common in, in Germany. There's the Berliner Pfannkuchen. Um, this is actually a really cool thing, and we we learned about this in U.S. history last year. Um, JFK once stated that you know ich bin ein Berliner, um, and he his German was wrong. He was actually he was saying he was, well, what he was saying ich bin ein Berliner, translated into I am a donut. Um, he what he meant was ich bin Berliner. Um, but uh, Berliner uh, Berliner Frankenstein is a uh, is a is a famous pastry. It's available year round. Um, they're round, sugar on the top, filled with jelly. And New Year's, there are a few special flavors. Um, but those are some other you know German cultural traditions for New Year's. But really, I'm going to focus on dinner for one. Um, dinner for one is a very short, it's a seventeen minute. Black and white comedy sketch. Um, you know, it was originally created in Britain. It was first aired in 1963. And, uh, you know, it, it airs on German television every New Year's Eve. And uh, it attracts millions of viewers. Um, it, it's, it's bizarre that it's so popular in Germany because it's so unknown in English-speaking countries. It's not aired anymore in Britain, where it was developed. You know, many Americans, most, pretty much all Americans have never heard of it. Um, but it, you know, it holds the Guinness World Record, actually, for the most repeated TV program. But the first time it actually aired on British television was only in 2018, um, which, is, which is what makes it so fascinating. Like, why is it so popular in Germany? Um, and we're gonna get into the plot of it. So, Dinner for one. Uh, by the way, with regard to where it's broadcast, it is also broadcast in Australia, so that's in an English-speaking country and also parts of South Africa. But it isn't um, very. Uh, it isn't very popular a across the rest of the world. Um, but it's wildly popular in, in Germany, especially for New Year's. It's a tradition of New Year's. The basic premise, um, there's, you know, interplay between a, a rich elderly woman and her butler during a New Year's party, New Year's Eve, um, there's humor, there's a surprise ending, um, and, uh, we're gonna get into more details, so, Miss, Miss Sophie, the, the warden, She's celebrating her 90th birthday, and she's invited her four closest friends to a birthday dinner. So Toby, Admiral von Schneider, Mr. Pomeroy, Mr. Winterbottom. She's outlived all of them, so she requires her guests, her, uh, her butler, to, to impersonate her guests. 
So basically, James, the butler, um, must serve Miss Sophie the four courses, um, but also he must, you know, imitate the uh, the four imaginary guests, and he must slip into the role of each guest and drink a toast to Miss Sophie. Um, James becomes, you know, intoxicated. He loses his demeanor, and then he pours his drinks, you know, more recklessly. Starts singing, and that's where the humor comes in. Um, of the uh, of the sketch, um, he tricks up. He trips over the head of a tiger skin. Um, you know. And and yeah, that's really it to it though. There, I don't really have many more notes on the uh, the film itself. I mean, you know, I, every single time James uh, passes Miss Sophie a, a meal, he says the same procedure as last year, Miss Sophie, and that's a famous line that's repeated in Germany um, because it's it's common from the movie. The movie, I should say. Um, I mean, not the movie or the or the sketch. I should I should say. You know, the, the, it's not just broadcast in Germany, by the way, um, in terms of the German-speaking countries. Um, Switzerland, Austria, um, Luxembourg. Um, you know, it's actually estimated that nearly half the German population watches <laughs> Dinner for One on New Year's, which, which is quite a lot. I know that 88% of the German population watched the World Cup final in, in uh, 2016. Um, but still, you know, it, it that's massive for half the uh, half the population to watch it every year. Um, some even actually like copy the meals served in the sketch, and it's aired in, in the afternoon. Um, but then also other channels air it throughout the day. Um, it's also a New Year's tradition actually in Scandinavian countries, um, in Sweden. Um, you know, the show is actually suspended because in the, in the sketch, James, the butler does drink a lot. Um, so it was suspended because there are lots of children watching. Um, and that is the comic premise of the sketch, a man consuming multiple rounds of alcohol and becoming drunk. But, um, and that, and that was credited to American art actor Red Skelton. But, um, the inclusion of that, I mean, his behavior is kind of... They they use that to add humor to the to the uh, to the sketch. Um, but yeah, I mean it it even though this the sketch is most popular in non English speaking countries, it still is normally shown in English um, in Germany. Um, but you know Germany is interesting because most Germans know English. Um, they, they teach English in Germany, so that's different, um, and it's easy to understand basic English. Um, so yeah. Um, you know, in Denmark, there's actually a parody of Dinner for One, it's titled The 80th Birthday, and basically Miss Sophie's friends are still at the table, um, and you... Obviously, that's different, right? Because Miss Sophie's not inviting imaginary guests, but these are actually living friends. They've also produced other versions with different German dialects because it's so popular in Germany. Um, 
the East and West Germany, the different dialects there. Um, there's a version featuring the German glove puppet character Bern das Brot, Burnt the Bread. Um, there was a 2011 version, actually, um, that featured Angela Merkel as Miss Sophie um, and fo focused on the Eurozone debt crisis. Um, and then in 2016, Netflix actually made a parody, you know, that replaced certain characters from Netflix shows like Saul Goodman, Breaking Bad, um, and, and others were, were in it. But the, the main catchphrase from it is same procedures every year. Um, it's a popular catchphrase in Germany. And it's like used in newspaper headlines. It's, it's like an inside joke almost for all of Germany. Um, but it, it's also ironic because it is the same procedure for Germans every year for New Year's. They um, celebrate with fireworks. They celebrate... Well, I mean, fireworks is common across the world, but they, they celebrate by watching... Um, dinner for one with, with their families in the afternoon or when it's typically um, broadcast. But I, I think it's fascinating. I think it's interesting because one, it's a British sketch that's not even aired in Britain. Um, it's not famous in many English-speaking countries. It also doesn't even... I mean, I've seen it myself. I've watched it, but it was in German, so I couldn't... I was able to pick up some of it, but I couldn't pick up all of it. But I could tell what was going on um, just by watching it. And to be completely honest, I, you know, I, I'm not quite sure why it's so popular. <laughs> um, I, there's, it's certainly, I can see why people like it, but it didn't appear to me as if it was something extraordinary that, that's worthy of, of being a, 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 a tradition at New Year's every year. But I guess that's how some traditions are formed. They just happen and, and people develop a connection um, or ha people have developed a connection with Dinner for One, and that's why it, it is such a big uh, tradition in Germany. Um, it's also like, I was reading about it, like Germans tend to, they never watch it unless it's uh, New Year's. Um, because remember, it's the same 17, 18 minute comedy sketch um, every time. So, you know, most Germans know like basically every single word by now of, that have, you know, that are older. Um, Word by word, they know every part of the script. So I think it's interesting. I find it really fa like fascinating how it's so popular in Germany. Um, you know, Germans definitely have a strong cultural connection to it. And that's kind of driven um, its popularity. I mean, half the country watches it. Um, and those numbers too, right? When, when they say half the country watches it, it could even be more. Because it's difficult to account for how many people are watching it together when they're celebrating for New Year, celebrating New Year's Eve, or people are watching with their families. Um, so it's certainly a, it's very popular. It's also interesting how it's broadcast in Australia and South Africa, and it is popular in um, in Sweden and in Scandinavian countries. Um, but yeah, I I thought the I thought it was uh, I thought this topic was was definitely unique. Um, you know, it, it intrigued me. I was like, how is this so popular? And I still kind of am like that, to be completely honest. But I think it's just a tradition that was formed and it kept rolling and there's now a connection to Dinner for One and that's kind of what's preserving the tradition. Um, that's the best way I can explain it. Um, but yeah, thank you for uh, 
listening to the podcast. Um, like I said in the beginning, this my podcast is available on every platform. And if you're interested in this type of content, um, you know, leave a like or subscribe. Um, and I'm going to be producing more German culture podcasts in the future. Um, you know, I, I'm intrigued by German holidays. I think it's interesting how different parts of the world celebrate different holidays and also how we celebrate the same holidays differently because of our own interpretations of those holidays. Um, and New Year's is definitely, I mean, we don't, we watch the ball drop, um, but, you know, I, I, that's very different than watching an 18-minute comedy sketch. Um, but, we, I mean, we still watch sort of, definitely movies that are watched by people um, around Christmas time and New Year's that are that repeat. So there, there is definitely some re repetition, actually, now that I think of it, there's lots of repetition in the United States as well. So, you know, that's an, that's an interesting um, comparison. Um, Because, yeah, I mean, people do watch like, The Grinch, Home Alone. I mean, there, there's, def there's definitely a lot of uh, repetition in the United States. But, yeah, that brings me to the end of the podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed, and goodbye.